Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, the notify bell next to it, and make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Yeah, that's right. We are also available. On the Twitter, at Twitter. I'm sorry, at the Twitter. That's weird. On the Patreon. I mean, we Patreon. Are on <laughs> we are at, that's, yeah. that's not a mistruth. At Real Going In Raw. You want to join yeah. us there? We're also on the uh, on the Instagram at Steve and Larson. If you want asinine pictures of Larson holding a white claw, that's where you can I wasn't find. Just them. holding it. I was drinking that white claw. Were you enjoying it? You had kind of a zombified look on your face. Man, I have more. I did not sleep well last night. Oh no! Why is that? I don't know. Sometimes I have a hard time getting sleep, and then my dog woke up about four in the morning. Oh, it's at four now. Wow. Well, usually it, it's like five thirty. Yeah. Well, usually it's just her panting and/or licking her, her feet. Yeah. This morning it was the sound of someone screaming at the top of their lungs with their mouth closed. It was the sound she made. I think she was having a horrible oh, dream. Oh. Oh. And essentially, I was screaming in her dreams. Oh man. Wow. Of course, I woke up and I was concerned. Yeah. It was loud. Oh, geez, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Shenanigans are going on inside your she's, house. She's an old, she's an older pup. So. Yeah, she's an old girl. Yeah, I remember when she was a little baby. Baby, so, no more. Yeah. Anyways, we got some new patrons here: Shane Geller and Juanito Turley. Want to say you. thank you thank for you. the support. We appreciate it. Uh, so let's talk about where our the very last episode of NXT that isn't live, uh, probably aired last night next mm-hmm. week live. From the USA Network. Well, first hour. On the USA Network. Well, the second hour is going to be live as well, isn't it? On the network, though, yeah. On the network, yeah. But first, it's all going to be live. But the first one is only from Are they going to load up? Are they going to load up, like, the good stuff in the first? Like, the Velveteen Dream versus Roger Strong. That's happening next week. In the first hour, yes. They announced that last night. They said it's going to happen yes. in the first hour? And okay. they said Matt right. Riddle and Killian Dane was going to be in the second hour. Okay. All right. So well, it seems your... like the most important thing is happening on the USA. Yeah. That makes sense. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if we get the women's number one contender match and Roderick Strong versus the Velveteen Dream on USA. That sounds right. And then uh, the main event of hour two will be Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle on the network. Did uh, So the Street Profits had a little thing where they said they want to have their rematch. for the. Did they say that was going to happen next week or the week after? I think they just said they wanted it. Oh, okay. I didn't hear a time frame whatsoever. Okay. I thought they had said something like, uh, what better way to make a splash? Maybe they were just talking generalities. I think they were just, uh, you know, uh, NXT on USA and then getting our rematch. So yeah. maybe that's something that would be slated for October 4th for the first proper two-hour show on, on, on USA. So I skipped through a bunch of crap on NXT, like the stuff in between matches. Yeah. Not the promo stuff or the backstage stuff. But uh, I might have missed it. Did they, so they actually said the first hour. They did they explain it? <laughs> they didn't explain why. But they said yes. The first hour would be on. Okay. USA, the second hour would be on, okay. on the WWE Network. Yeah. <laughs> did they blame suits for it? They say no. apparently people want to see suits. They didn't throw anybody under the bus 
don't know if anybody wants to see, see suits. I'm sure USA is contractually obligated to run we suits. We had at least one person in the comments on YouTube say that they watch suits. So there you go. Hey, a worm claims they said next week, the Street Profits. Oh. Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era is next week. Okay, cool. Oh, that's, right. that's what I thought. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I Yeah, that's, yeah. The Undisputed Prophecy will come to pass next week. Street Profits better. Because here's the thing. The Undisputed prophecy, prophecy it, it's prophecy. It's going to happen. Not all and prophecy, it's undisputed. Not all prophecies come to pass, man. Like the big ones do. What about the 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 mind doomsday prophecy? We're still here. That was a pretty major you one. Not understand. We are maybe in the middle of it right now. It doesn't mean it's going to happen like no, that. That's what it was. Really, the thing was like on May, whatever that happened. There's a somebody used to drive around with a van that had the specific date when the, the end of the world is going to happen. That was that particular individual. Have prophecy. you ever read the works of Nostradamus? That guy had a perfect batting record. Well, that's not true. That is absolutely true. It's actually not true. You got names wrong, dude. <laughs> I've seen. You got I've, an S wrong here. And I've there. seen. I've seen the Orson Welles narrated doc, documentary about Nostradamus. I've seen several other things. Oh, about so it. you've seen the movie version that got things wrong. The, the book version, all of his writings. The oh, they were. Version. Oh, they you were sat there on quatrains and read them all. The, in the original language of which was, it's French, Steve. He's French. French. He's French. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Hey, are you doubting the undisputed prophecy? No, it'll happen. Well, there just, you go. To say that every prophecy that comes true is 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 foolhardy. I'm just saying, is it wise for the street prophets to do this next week? Knowing no, the they, should wait, they should wait a couple weeks. They probably should have, huh? They should wait. Yeah. Let the prophecy come to pass, and then you worry about your rematch. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, what do you think of it? So yeah, what what do you think beyond? So what we know in terms of the matches that by and large have been announced, we know what at least three of them, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if the Street Profits won, then that's four. Mm-hmm. If that happens, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so, so there's, there you go. There's North American title match, number one contender for women's title, uh, Fatal Four Way now, which they'll probably make a a, a, a Fatal Five Way based yeah. on what happened in the main event. And killing Dane, um, Riddle. Dane Riddle, and then Undisputed Era and, and uh, Street Profits. So uh, that being said, uh, do you think they're going to have like we can just speculate right now? Many presentations. Did they did they elongate the uh, the opening? Uh, Okay. It's, no, it was just we got to see Rhea Ripley arrive at the arena, and then they went to the opening graphic. No, the opening graphic with the song. It felt longer this week. I could be completely. I wrong I think about because that. they didn't kick off the show with it. Okay, that could be right. Um, any other presentation changes? Uh, I think it's probably just going to stay virtually the same. I think it's especially while they're kind of uh, moonlighting their distribution outlets, and for sure, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be really surprised if there's any huge changes out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sean Lindsay says Dakota Kai is returning. Yeah, they ran a week. package for her. She's well, it just says Dakota Kai returns. It doesn't say when. It just says returns. Oh, okay. Right on. Uh, Alex C has the question of the week. So they're going to go you know, live on USA. They want to make a big splash. Is Kevin Owens going to turn up next week? No, I think they're going to save him for the first head-to-head against the AEW. There's got to be. If he's going to show up. There's got to be. Number one, the timing would be perfect because he just got fired. So it would make total sense. But there's got to be some big thing. Look, this is this is live. There's got to be some big thing that they're going to do beyond the outcome of any of these matches. I mean, the Undisputed Era is probably going to end this. Or, you know, they're going to have all the, the, the belts there uh, at the end of the show. There's got to be something akin to a post-copyright bug uh, or post-trademark bug. I kind of feel like they're going to wait till October 2nd. I don't know, man. I think I think something's big is gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna be Kevin Owens big, but uh, but something big is gonna happen. And maybe it'll be Kevin Owens big. I don't know. I just feel like, man, it can't just be another episode of NXT to well, kick things off. I mean, there's two potential. Well, I guess one's on the network, but there's two potential takeover level matches happening. That's a pretty huge deal. Yeah, but that's par for the course. That's the same thing that we always get. Something bigger has to happen. Yeah, we'll I guarantee it will. Be, it will for sure on October second. There will be some surprise next week. Maybe, maybe. Anyways, uh, Kevin Owens a, tweeted that he, it was like before noon, around noon. He's already drinking wine out of a Jurassic World mug. That's rad. He's tweeted that playing uh, Mortal Kombat. He said, "Yeah, well, so he is relaxing." Mm-hmm. Alex C says that's actually a good point. End of hour two. So on the network. Not See, USA. I think the end of hour one. Roderick Strong wins that title. 
Maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, Kevin Owens helps. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, don't get your hopes up that Kevin Owens is showing up in NXT at all. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up on anything. I just think that, you know, it's fun to, to think about what big surprises they could unveil because I think something something should happen next week. Goldberg costs mm-hmm. Matt Riddle his match. God, I would love that. That'd be amazing. He's like, come on, it's in my name, gold. NXT's thing is gold and black. Yeah, that'd be good. What other big ideas do you have? Lesnar, too. Lesnar, also. <laughs> yeah. They come in. And no, a second Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I like where you're going, dude. Lesnar too, a second Lesnar, a raw gate Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, these are all great ideas right here. He's managed to free himself from the uh, raw gate mutant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca English with a super chat says, "Just because you guys are effing awesome, thank you, Rebecca. Because where else do you get talk about a cloned Lesnar? Oh, we got up? a new member here, uh, Mras five three two. Thank you, Mister As five three two. Uh, Via Lobo says Fozzie at Ace of Spades this weekend. Twenty bucks. I got a packed weekend already, man. Yeah, I'm not a huge Fozzie fan. You think we could have scored ourselves a, a Jericho interview if we had uh, reached out in advance? Yeah, maybe. I don't know how would uh, we haven't been adept at getting press passes to to this point, but we haven't really tried. Yeah, I don't think we've ever tried. So uh, it's possible. What would, I mean, there's plenty of questions. What would, what would be the first question on your mind that you'd ask to Chris uh, Jericho? Judas Effect, really? <laughs> oh, I don't think you would ask him that. He'd say, here, I'll give it to you. Let's yeah, see yeah. how it feels. And you'd be like, ah, oh, man. Call me a stupid idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alex, oh, it's tomorrow. Alex, he says, flesh mech versus Lesnar, too. There we go. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Oh, uh, Tim says I could. You want Tim to reach out to uh, Chris Jericho? No, Tim. No, I don't want anybody to reach out to anybody. Tomorrow night. We could do it tomorrow. I don't like talking. You got anything going on tomorrow? What is tomorrow? Friday. Friday. I do, actually. Yeah. You don't know everything about my life. I have orgy party tomorrow. No, you don't. You're probably watching the, <laughs> the stream of high school football games. Uh, no, actually, I don't even have that. I've got now some on my dad. Like there's a band playing at a restaurant. That oh, really? Go to yeah. That's fun. So I'm gonna go see a restaurant band. That'll be fun. Yeah, no, it should be cool. It should be fine. Uh, so, anyways, let's dive into this. Yeah. So NXT kicked off with uh, some uh, SUVs, security, out walks Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley gets her own uh, security pre- presidential. Uh, I know motorcade. I kind of feel like so much in the chat cool. here that she should have rolled up on a Harley, something more befitting her packaging. You know. Yeah, I mean, she rolled up like she was some corporate CEO type person. Mm-hmm. Or a politician, and that's yeah. not really, you know, the character. It, it is entirely possible. I mean, it's it's entirely possible that she does not have, like, a driver's license. It is possible. You know, she's well, then, pretty young. Then she can roll up. Someone can be riding the Harley, and she can be in the sidecar. Driving in the U.K. seems like a big pain in the butt. It does. Man. It really does. Like, just from Ubering around and, and getting taxis and stuff. Real taxis, not fake taxis, mind you. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just it's sort of a pain in the butt. Yeah, I just want to see roundabouts. I just want to see a sidecar gimmick in uh, NXT. I think it'd be funny. We don't see enough sidecars. Wait, she who would be in the sidecar? Rhea would. She would drive. Who'd be in the? Who'd be driving? Know, some dude, some biker just looking some, dude, just some dude. Jackson Riker. I don't know. <laughs> he looks like he could ride motorcycles. I'm pretty, you have dropped so many Forgotten Sons references lately. I literally. Like not this is not uh, no pun intended. I literally forget they exist until you bring them up incessantly, and then I just completely forget that, that is they have actually achieved the, that level of gimmick. Yeah, what is going on there? Well, my kids made this for me. That is awesome. She insisted that I wear that today. I don't know. A bunch of C's on oh C P C R oh P C P C P no R C P C R red hot chili peppers no there you go red just letters yeah that's cool that's pretty neat yeah. Well done. Which one? Ava. Ava. Nice. Very cool. I'll have to get on Bama. Why aren't you making cool stuff like that? (laughs) Anyway, it's very Ripley arrives at full sale. And uh, and then we get the intro package. And then Damien Priest. Vampire. Not vampire. Uh, Yeah. Well, vampire intro, like vampire. What if it was Damien Priest that was rolling up on the Harley with the sidecar that had Rhea Ripley in it? 
I like it the opposite. I like she's riding the motorcycle. But with the whole point of the, why she had the motorcade is because she doesn't have a license. Yeah. So someone else has to be riding. The power driving. dynamics there, the Harley. visuals of the power dynamics, I'm not huge on. What about... Mr. Bootiesworth. See, that's a bit better because he's like riding. He's like, you know, he's the errand guy. I think it's somebody on. With Damien Priest is like, hey, this is my old lady. No, I understand all that. Yeah, I got to think about that some more. That's a nickname for that's exclusive to motorcycle. You think, Eric, hey, do you think Eric Bischoff calls his wife old lady? His old lady. I'd that, be surprised. That's, that's the domain exclusively of motorcycle gangs. What, one of, what about one of the Metro brothers? J.C. Metro. Yeah. Okay, that works. Or she's brought one of fully deadly, fit, deadly, super deadly. Uh, uh, pretty deadly pretty deadly yeah Yeah. NWOJ White yeah from NXT UK anyways Damian Priest versus he won Boa yeah versus Boa Uh, Damian Priest won it wasn't that competitive a match Boa had like 30 seconds of of offense that seemed like it actually did something to Damian Priest otherwise uh, punishment shook it all off Uh, like he refuses a donut he refuses to sell this guy's offense yeah, punishment shrugs off the vast majority of anybody's offense. Like there was that one week that Mansoor kind of had some offense in on him. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But by and large, he just sort of shrugs it off. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Uh, Damien wins with Cyclone Kick followed by Crossroads. <laughs> Sorry, Adam here in chat says, Toonses should be driving the one. She, he should be driving Rhea Ripley. There you go. Toonses. Bravo. Off the cliff. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, we had a video package for Velveteen Dream, Roderick Strong, or Roderick Strong sure, burned some furniture. Yeah, he doesn't like that sofa of his. And then uh, Johnny Gargano came out, uh, Mr. Wrestling, and uh, he gets in the ring, and uh, he's about to make an announcement. That crowd just was, would not stop saying his name. Johnny Wrestling, yeah. It was there was like chant. one guy who was like, boo! Yeah. I mean, that's fan. the thing about Full Sail. There's one person in there. Tommaso Ciampa. You- <laughs> <laughs> boo! Uh, yeah, they were going on for a while on that one, and then uh, yeah, he was going. He was talking around what the hell he was going to say. He was like, "Last time I was in the ring, I fell twenty feet, and when I came to, everybody was cheering." Do things he's and I had a decision, and people go and come from here, and they all make decision. I made decision. Yeah, and this decision was not easy to come to. to come but by, I'm but I'm here because I, lo- I like to say decision. I love NXT, and you're NXT, and 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 I I'm owe it to you yeah. to announce this in front of everybody. Here's mm-hmm. decision. Uh, decision Shane is coming, Thorne. right? And then shirtless Shane Thorne. Man, that's out. a great look. I wish I could do that. Just walking around with no shirt on all day. Uh, seems very comfortable yeah. at the least. However, again, when I'm looking at the power dynamics, I see one guy who can afford a jacket and a shirt and another oh, guy. Oh, no, don't get it wrong, man. Yeah. Shane Thorne can afford a shirt. If if I look like that, I wouldn't be wearing a shirt either. I mean, Johnny Gargano looks great, but he's got a shirt on. Sometimes you just put a shirt on. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, I'm, I'm not with you on that. Shane Thorne comes out. He ain't got no shoes on, no shirt. He had shoes on. I don't know that he did. He did. I don't know. I think, I don't think he did. He had bare feet. No, he didn't. He had like his uh, zipper was undone. He man. had like airwalks. His zipper was undone. He was. I'm not sure if he's out to smash, or if he's out to. And that's what was intriguing. Yeah, might be like a babe station situation. That could be. Could be. Shane, if that's the case, then you should be all on board with that. <laughs> nah, man, I was Shane Thorne. So he comes out. I really wish Johnny would have been like, "Wait, what's your name again?" <laughs> well, like, we, do, fought, we fought. Before. He did do this. Ugh. He did. He was like. Why I'm so confused right now. Why anyway, Shane Thorne's like, hey, you don't have to go through this pageantry. He said, take a bow, take a walk, get out of here. Yeah. Why don't you just post a self or take a selfie and post it on Twitter and say goodbye? Mm-hmm. And then Johnny's like, all right. He almost obliges, starts walking through the ropes. And he says, uh, I am NXT and I'm not going anywhere. Super kicks uh, Gargano, or sorry, Shane Thorne. Writes NXT in the air and then says, for life. Yeah, that was good. And then he said, hey, let's... God, it was something so synonymous with let's change the world as he was walking up the ramp. He was like, NXT, for life. We're going to redo the world. <laughs> something like that. We're going to take over the world. That's takeovers, their thing. Yeah. We're going to take over the world. I'm yeah. like, yeah, we're going to change the world. I mean, we're going to take over the world. Change the world. <clears throat> we're the... We're... Uh, we're Almost, we're very elite. Best bout machine. No, yeah. best bout uh, person. Yeah. Anyways, uh, after, after that, that, oh, Forgotten Sons vignette. <gasps> oh, no. I fast forwarded through this. I think it was literally two shots in the logo. It was super short. 
full disclosure, I did not watch this last night. I came in this morning late and watched it this morning. Well, you were here on time. Actually, here early. I was here at like 9, 10 or so. Yeah, I saw you drive by when I was dropping off my kid at school. I know. I, in my head, I was like, man, Larson's so annoying. And then he was right there. I was like, why is he still, Why is he there right and there? I, and you drive by. I give you a thumbs up. You do this. I know. <laughs> the same reaction you gave. It's when just you my d- natural reaction when I see your face. I'm when like, someone Ugh. pulled out in front of me and caused an accident and you drove by while we were doing insurance and stuff. And yeah. It's the same thing you did. Like Except that time you rolled down your window and go, Larson? Yeah. I just, God, why are you always just around doing things? Well, I mean, technically speaking, you're driving through my neighborhood <laughs> to get here. You just moved here like six months ago, fool. Actually, it's been almost a year. Has it really been a year? Yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. Time flies. And after that, what happened in this Forgotten Sons vignette? I told you it was like two shots, two shots of B-roll and the logo. It was super short. Really? Yeah. What's the point of that? So you don't forget about them? It's already happened. It's already happened. Uh, Next, Peter Dune taking on Angel Garza. Uh, So that fool wanted to, he wanted to flash his stuff at the beginning of the match. Yeah, man. He didn't want to wait till during the match. Yeah. He was like, ah, mira. Is bueno? Well, it was, it bueno? was pretty funny because early on, uh, Angel Garza try, kind of extends his hand to shake it, and and Peter Dune goes at it kind of menacingly, and Angel Garza's like, no, I know better than that. Listen, dude, I tweeted at Boom Studios I saw. this morning. I saw. We got to get on board with this. I want you to co-write a Boom Studios comic with me. Lesnar 2. Yeah, you could do that one. That'd be great. Can we just start doing like... Rawgate Mutant, the comic book. Can we do Boom Studios comics like fanfic, basically? We book Boom Studios. Yes. Listen, man, I want this to be a freaking campaign. I could go like through the official channels like our freaking manager or whatever and be like, hey, can you see if you can contact... No, 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 no. I want people to just tweet Social at Social media Studios. campaign. <laughs> I want people to... T- oh, no, you know what? Our manager totally got on board with it. What did he... Did he retweet this or did he like it? He liked it. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks, John. <laughs> so John's on board with our social media campaign. Uh, uh, hit up Boom Studios, the makers of those wonderful, wonderful WWE comics. Yeah, we got to stack them over there thanks to Draft House Games. Stephen Larson want to write uh, some comics there. We don't want to take jobs away from anybody else writing, but you know if they have extra, a couple extra pages. Let us, book, let, let us write uh, uh, WWE comic books from our universe. Okay, but we don't have the license for that. We have to sell no, them no, out of the trunk. Be, it, no, it would, it would be through Boom. They'd be like, oh. it'd be like, uh, was it Elseworlds? Like some comics? Yes, this is an amazing idea. It'd be like an Elseworlds thing. <laughs> Lesnar 2. <laughs> Lesnar 2, Rawgate Mutant. In the meantime, though, I want Boom Studios to let me write a Guy Ritchie-esque comic about Pete Dunne and why he went to NXT. It's not just, oh, I've done everything I can in UK. No, he got ran off because him or him and his boys there in British Strong Style had like a jewel heist or something. Mm. And then he had to go to NXT. He like faked his death in NXT UK, and then he landed in NXT. What's good with that dude, he'd be in NXT, and they say, "Oh, he's still alive." They don't know that he's that there. Man. They don't watch that. I'll get out of here. They do not even watch that stuff. Elseworlds was that DC? Yeah, dude. Okay. Marvel just had What If, but it was very goofy. Yeah, What If was played for laughs. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this is a fun match. Uh, you mentioned uh, Garza teasing the tearaway pants to start the match. Peter Dune goes and grabs his foot and starts twisting it around. Um, at one point, uh, oh, early on, Peter Dunn, Pete Dunn. Gosh, I just gotta say, Pete Dunn starts saying Peter Dune. Yeah. Uh, Pete Dunn's controlling the match early on. Eventually, Garza tosses him out of the ring, uh, rips off the tearaway pants. Nigel can barely contain himself. Mm-hmm, His yeah. Enthusiasm. That was great. At one point, he calls him, I believe, the most beautiful man in the world. Mm-hmm, pretty much, yeah. And I love that the more he is into Angel Garza, the more he wants to just cap on Umberto. Mm-hmm. They're linked. It's great. Yeah, it is awesome. It's great. Uh, anyways, uh, Pete Dunn gets back in the ring, uh, drops Garza with a forearm. Um, finished uh, Garza go for a, uh, like a springboard kind of moonsault off the second rope. Uh, Dunn avoids it, puts him in a triangle, snaps the fingers. Angel Garza has to tap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, it was really good. Um, they're not shy about jobbing out all these uh, breakout stars, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's one. There is one though, and he comes up uh, kind of next mm-hmm. that uh, they obviously have plans for. Uh, but uh, before that, we had a Street Profits promo from Central Park. Uh, this, uh, in terms of the timeline, took place before 
their appearance, brief appearance on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Um, going live is going to help all that stuff. Yeah. It's all very confusing. Yeah. Um, I thought this was really good because they didn't have to worry about hyping anything other than themselves. You know, I thought it was good because it was proof positive that they watched the show, which makes me feel bad because I talk trash about how they're used on Raw. I don't really talk trash about them necessarily. No, no, no. they're not implemented to their fullest on, on Raw. I don't no. think it's a. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think. I think it's a compliment for me to say I want to see these guys fight. Well, here's the thing: the, and they're being misused on Raw. They are being misused, and here's the thing: I can't really think of anybody that can do what they've been doing as long as they've been doing it in terms of being like the Greek chorus on Raw and for me to be into it. Yeah, I know. I just, it's just like I don't, I'm watching the show and I want to enjoy the show. I don't need someone to tell me I should be enjoying the show. Yeah. And that's, a, that's essentially the role they've kind of landed on right now. That's what they've been given. Hey, here's why you should be excited about watching Raw today. Mm-hmm. I like the Street Profits. I think Montez, Angelo, I think they're both great. Tons of charisma. Terrific. They've gotten really good in the ring. Terrific. Um, Sky's the limit for them. Yeah. But I want to see them do what they do best, which is do stuff like this, I know. which was charming. Yeah. And it was funny when it should have been funny, and it was intense when it needed to be intense. Well, I just want to see him fight. I want to see and him then wrestle. I was going to get to that. That's my thing. And then we'll see him in the ring. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Uh, no, this was good. Um, I loved uh, Montez's shirt also. Yeah. Not the kind of thing I could necessarily rock, but no. man, it looked like a million bucks on him. Mm-hmm. It had a Lion King on the back, mm-hmm. like a painting of a lion. With it a, was a lion with a crown, crown on, on it, it. Yeah. yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, so it was good. And they said that they want to, they said what better way to, to do things on NXT USA live than to get those tag team titles back. And evidently they said they're going to do it next week. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Uh, they were on a giant rock though, and they weren't sure how to get off. Yeah, that's right. And so I wonder if they, they shoot, ask somebody how to get off the rock, or and where Madison Square Garden was, or if that was, uh, you know, part of the camera crew. It had or to have been a plant. I do appreciate. It. There's no way they got any permits for that though, because number one, in New York City, it's like impossible to get film permits, and number two, it was just they just went out and probably did it on an iPhone. Maybe that was great. Maybe it's good stuff. Next, uh, Raul Mendoza taking on Cameron Grimes, Trevor Lee. Uh, what do you think about Trevor Lee's hat? I love it. It's great. It's amazing. It's a Jim Dandy hat. It's fantastic. Well, no, it's a little too. It's, it's a top hat. Jim Dandy hats are the ones with the rounder tops. Well, I mean, the term Jim Dandy is. Yeah, like, I understand. You can use that in any a lot of. But contexts. in my mind, it's like yeah, it, he doesn't really look like a Jim Dandy. No. Yeah. Okay. He looks more like um, like someone from a, a southern rock band from the seventies. That's true. That's totally true. He's got the uh, Play some Skinnerd. Yeah, the leather vest. Yeah, okay. Like he could be a roadie for Almond Brothers or yeah, something. Like he's not a fan of Neil Young. <laughs> I guess so, yes. <laughs> I guess it, so. It always trips me out if you actually listen to the lyrics of Sweet Home Alabama. It's talking it's, it's talking trash about Neil Young Southern Man, yeah. It's talking trash about Southern Man, but it's also like is are they a, are they like apologists for Nixon? Oh, they, I don't know. They're t- they talk about they reference Watergate in yeah, it. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I have no idea. They're like I don't a, know anything they're about like a, They're like so on the wrong side of history on oh, everything. Oh, totally you know? are. But my kid loves that song because it's literally about her. Um, in her mind, anyways. Uh, yeah, no, I see a southern rock band, yeah. Or like, you know, even if you want to go to Red Dead ter- territory, like a henchman mm-hmm. in that gang of theirs. Who just, who just does his henchman business in his undies. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, no, I love it. Do you Are you not into it? Yeah. Yeah, I liked in PWG when he just walked the ring in his black tights and nothing else. I don't need a vest. I don't need the the top hat. He was really good at Impact because they had the cult of Lee there, mm-hmm. and he had like the dude. What's his name? Uh, Andrew Everett, uh, right? Uh, or was that after uh, Caleb uh, Caleb Conley? Is that his name? The dude. He was like the last guy to play suicide, as far as I gotcha. Know. Um, uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like recruiting people into his cult. See, that's cool. But it wasn't like religious. It was just, hey, everybody look like me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no, nah, he's terrific. I'm fine with the hat. I, I really do hope. Here's my hope that he brought that to the table. That's my hope. What the hat? Yeah. Hey, uh, Trevor, what did you always want to do? Wear uh, a hat. Wear a hat and, and like a leather a, vest. A leather snakeskin type vest. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Here, have at it. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. Looks cool, Maybe though. someone went to the prop department and found a hat and a leather vest and said, here, this is your character now. I flippin' love that he's got a double stomp for his finisher. Mm, I mean, obviously. Standing double stomp, yeah. We saw that in the uh, in the breakout tournament. Oh, boy. I don't remember what his finisher. I don't know if that. I don't remember if that was his finisher in Impact. I don't remember it being his finisher in PWG. Yeah. But uh, it's terrific because mm-hmm. he does it with such uh, such viciousness. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Yeah, he he did one of those to to Raul Mendoza. Raul goes up, tries for a Phoenix Splash. Uh, Trevor Lee gets out of the way. Uh, Raul runs the ropes. I run towards him. Cameron bang. Grimes drops him with a double stomp for the win. Bang bang. Uh, next, Candice LeRae barges into Regal's office. She's like, "Why are you giving EO uh, opportunities to get a title shot?" All she does is beat people up. All she does is beat me up. Yeah. She shouldn't be getting these opportunities. And Regal's like, well, yeah, you're right. He's like, did you? but did you just hear what came out of your mouth? She beats people up. Generally, that will warrant a title shot. It's good well, stuff. Well, as long as you do in the ring, I think it's the extracurricular stuff that Candace has a problem with. Um, so uh, uh, Regal says, all right, I'm going to make the triple threat match a fatal four-way match for the number one contendership to women's title. I don't remember him saying specifically that Candace is the fourth person, though. Yeah. That was the implication. Yeah. They did. I mean, that was sort of an important piece of the of the pie. I don't remember them explicitly saying that, like, though. Who else is it going to be? Yeah, no. Oh. And then he goes, well, come to think of it, Rhea's going to match tonight. If she wins, five-way. Yeah. He's like, but I still haven't said you're in the number four. Yeah. Remember that. Just remember, remember that. that. Remember yeah. that. Uh, Alex Foster here in chat has a good point. He says, did Candice LeRae complain her way into a number one contendership match? Is that the equivalent of let me speak to your manager? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. She just said that. She did that. Yeah. Let me talk to your general manager. Uh, Very well. After that, we got the uh, little uh, video package about Dakota Kai, captain of Team Kick, returning. I like her. I like, yeah. She said that when she loads up that kick. Mm -hmm. Her finisher was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Uh, Returning, didn't say when, though. Uh, Next, we had a, oh, the announcement that Roger Strong and Velveteen Dream would be in the first dive of NXT on USA, and then Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane to probably main event in the second hour. What? Alex C says it's going to be Candace 2. Candace 2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clone of Candace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get our main event, Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. I like that Rhea Ripley is in no way intimidated or scared by Shayna. Yeah. She gets the ring and starts doing this. Mm-hmm. Get out here, Shayna. Action now. Get down to this ring. That's what she wants. Um, and she had the strength advantage. And it showed early. Uh, Shayna would try to put Rhea in some sort of submission move. Rhea would power out. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened several times. And at one point even, uh, I think it was an arm bar. Yeah. that uh, Shayna locked in briefly. Rhea powered out. But she was still doing a good job of shaking that arm out. Mm-hmm. Selling it a little bit. Uh, business really picked up when uh, Rhea misses a basement drop <clears> kick. <throat> uh, Shayna puts her in the, the clutch. Rhea powers out, drives Shane to the corner. Um, so Shane is kind of sitting on the top rope. She sells the impact for a bit, puts the clutch back on. Uh, ref breaks the hold, and then, uh, like in uh, 2K19, Rhea drop kicks Shane off the top rope, <laughs> yeah. sending her out, outside. Um, and there was this great bit where Rhea more or less deadlifts Shane onto her shoulders mm-hmm. and then dumps her face first on the ring steps. Yeah, that was good. 
gets her back in the ring. Uh, that's when Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir come down. The I think it was Marina, yeah, gets in the ring. Rhea lays her out. Mm-hmm. Jessamine Duke grabs a chair. Um, oh, sorry, no. Uh, that's a distraction for Rhea. Shayna hits her with a knee. And then Jessamine gets a chair from in the ring, gives it to Shayna. She swings at Rhea. Rhea grabs it, takes the chair, hits Shayna with it. Very scary. So Shayna wins by DQ. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, I hope that Rhea Ripley sticks around. Yeah, I get the feeling that she probably will. And then to close out the show, we got Undisputed Air promo hyping themselves, hyping the prophecy, but more importantly, hyping NXT on USA. Yeah. Um, Just in case you weren't clear of that was happening next week. Yeah, they mentioned that a lot of times, but that's good. Uh, yeah, that's all. It's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm just sort of. It's. It, this is obviously just sort of. Okay, let's just wait for like everything's going to start happening next week. Mm-hmm. NXT is going to be back for realsies next week. Uh, NXT UK kicked off with an Imperium promo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they come off like some, just a bunch of jerks. Yeah. Saying, hey, well, the way we wrestle is the right way to wrestle. It's correct. We, and this if, ring you're not, is sacred. If, if you're not going to do it how we do it, then we're going to make you do it how we do it. I was not happy with the crowd chanting sanity at Alexander Wolf. Yeah, that was rude. That's tacky. That's tacky. Usually I'm all on board with the, with the UK, with the Brits. This is, I guess, the, the Welsians. Welsh. The Welsh. Welsh. People? Welsh. The Welshians. Welsh. No, it's Welsh. The well, well, if you're from Wales, you're Welsh. You're Welsh, but you're a Welshman? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going for. They're in there and they start chanting sanity. That's not good. No, that's, that's unnecessary. Not, that's kind of He's an Imperium now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're being real rude, being real, uh, oh, real jerks. Real jerks, man. And uh, saying how we wrestle is the only way to wrestle. Wrestle like us or we're going to beat you up, essentially. Yeah. Tyler Bate. And then I got to wrestle like us. Yeah, and you'll, I guess. And look what happens now. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't very cool. I wasn't on board with that. Their attitude. Uh, well, they're bad guys. I understand that. That's sort of that's know. the desired response. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing a good job. Then huh? they're being jerks. I don't approve of them being jerks. Ooh. Therefore, they're doing their jobs well. Good job. Uh, then a couple of guys named Danny Jones and Harry Green come down because Walter <laughs> says, "Who's who, there's no one left here to stand up to me?" Yeah. And then there's these guys that come out and have a match. If you want to call it that, against Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel, <laughs> they were just toying with these guys. Yeah, they barely broke a sweat, man. It was they really shouldn't have domination. Even gotten, honestly, like if they wanted to go all the way with this, they shouldn't have got out of their tracksuits. I know they should just kept. They the should wrestle in their vans. Yeah, well, I like the tracksuits. No, yeah. I don't know if vans are necessarily the appropriate uh, footwear. Well, they can't do Adidas. Why not? Because like that's too cool. Depends on the kind of Adidas you get. There's well, some pretty nah, dad-looking shoes for Adidas. The, why would they have to wear dad? Are any of them fathers? I don't know, but if you're saying some are, are too dad's cool. heels? If you're saying that some Adidas, like I'm not saying they get superstars, the old school ones like you have, the yellow ones you have, those are superstars. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they get those. They can find something that isn't old school or isn't cool looking. That's easy to do. I'm not saying they come out rocking ultra boosts. Yeah. What should they rock then? You're the shoe guy. New Balance? New Balance would actually work. Yeah, New Balance would be fine. Yeah, New Balance would be Yeah, yeah. that would work. Some New Balance, like... Uh, Kawhi's a bit of a deal. Then he, he's New Balance, right? Yeah. Get some Kawhi's. And I think with the New Balance 990s, something like that. Yeah. Pretty much any New Balance. Who like just wins the championship, didn't he? Like, yeah, he's a Clipper now, right? Yeah, but he was on the Raptors. He's yeah. got an endorsement deal with New Balance, yeah. No, I know, but like, what the heck? You win a championship, then you bolt. It's part of the new way, man. Yeah. Kind of stuff. You see Kevin Durant talking crap about Oklahoma City. That guy's a heel, dude. Yeah, yeah. he could have put me in hell that bit differently. Probably. Yeah, the way he put that is like, yeah, I want to go back after my career was over, but now because how they treated me. It's like, bro. Like, if he'd been cool about it and not been had such a chip on his shoulder about leaving, then they then everybody else would probably be way cooler about it. He was also he didn't have burner accounts, burner accounts talking trash to people who were criticizing him for leaving. What the heck? Anyways. So uh, Imperium win, they're finished, not a huge deal. And then Walter comes in and lays out Danny Jones with a huge lariat. I wonder if they're going to make giant lariat his finisher now rather mm-hmm. than powerbomb. I love uh, his powerbomb, though. Yeah, but I love the idea I love the idea of a, of a lariat. Oh, yeah, it's just what destroying people with brute that? force. Yeah, it's good. Um, after that, we <laughs> this, is, this is the best. Is this when we got the package for the, the, the No, that rounds? was later on. That was later? Oh, the Ono Scala thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then we had a Sid Scala press conference where he is thoroughly distracted. 
Uh, He's asked about his match against uh, Cassius Ono last week. Well, here's the thing. We all know that Sid Scala is the puppet master, right? Johnny mm-hmm. Saint is essentially Bernie and weekends of Bernie's. Well, yeah, he's the, the figurehead. Right. And uh, But Sid Scala, he's, he's the one who's actually pulling all the levers. And uh, this guy is distracted now by a match with Cassius Ono. So uh, Johnny Saint... Chaos reigns in NXT UK is what you're saying. Yeah. So Johnny, according to Sid Scala, which pff, not, Johnny Saint... Cover story. Johnny Saint apparently requested. Ono and Scala have a rematch in a British rounds match. Yeah, they explain the rules of that later on. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so after that, uh, Jordan Devlin... Oh, he's the best. We love. The absolute best. Took on Ashton Smith. Didn't Ashton Smith have a head of hair last time? No. Who had a head of hair that hadn't had a head of hair previously? It was somebody we talked about it. I swear I thought it was Ashton I don't recall. Smith. No, he's, right. he's had the same hairdo for a while. Ashton Smith's story is that he hasn't won a match yet, and every match he's doing better and better. I'm sorry, did you say he had a story in it? He's not yeah. he have a story, man. He does. His story is jobber guy. Yeah, jobber guy who shouldn't be a jobber guy because he's actually pretty good. Yeah, but come on, man. They mentioned it not. I don't think they ever mentioned a ton this match, but the previous match they mentioned how he's 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 a pretty good wrestler. He just hasn't won, haven't won yet. Well, of course they mentioned. And every match he's the match is is a bit longer. He's showing more of what he can do. Yeah, it's not really a story though. This I think that's kind of the definition of a story. The story here is Jordan Devlin got is a, amazing. Yes, got a I know. Freaking win against a jobber. Yeah, but I don't know how much longer Ashton Smith's gonna be pure jobber in perpetuity. No, I don't think so. That spot where Jordan Devlin goes for a, a moonsault and then Dude. Ashton Smith kicks him midair. That was cool. But yeah, Devlin wins with Devlin's side. I'm not sure about the name of that finish, but the finish is great. Oh, I like that name, Devlin's side. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Yeah. Uh, next, Radzi's backstage. He was going to interview Tony Storm. She no-shows. Nina Samuels is right there. Mm-hmm. So she talks about how the spotlight should be on the Nina Samuels show. Yeah. That's about it. Well, that's good. Yeah. And now this is what we really want to talk about. Uh, there's a video package explaining the rules, the strategy, all that good stuff of a British rounds match. So my understanding is this was amazing. This was great. Six three-minute rounds. Hold on, just back up. What? Stop. I love it because they interviewed all the British legends that they have. They interviewed Nigel, uh, William Regal, Johnny Saint, Robbie Brookside. Robbie Brookside. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they were like, you know, they, they were starting off by saying, you know, it's the kind of thing that maybe American crowds aren't really used to. You know, so we need to tell them really what it's all about. And I was like, well, it's just rounds. And they're like, you know, it's, and I'm, so go ahead now. So I think, if I remember correctly, I they didn't show write it down. a card. A card, there's six three minute rounds. So yeah, six so, rounds. So, but it's not best, you know, three minutes each. And that then, was the second card. And then, and then another card had like an yeah, essay yeah. written. So on there's it. the first person to get two pinfalls or two submissions or whoever's ahead after the conclusion of the six rounds whether it be pinfalls or submissions, mm-hmm. wins the match. Mm-hmm. I don't recall if I missed anything. I didn't write any of the any of the stuff down. I just washed it. I was dying. Yeah, there was so much information on that. Yeah, they're talking about how it was uh, like a game of chess. It was on for moments too. Yeah, it was, it was up there. It was really brief. It was more like, like a here, game of chess. Toss this up. Maybe people will forget about it. Is Sid Scala gonna actually wrestle in ring like, gear? Wrestling gear? He did. He has before. Yeah. No, I know. Back in the day, he did. Yeah. Doon, doonch. Doon, doonch. Anyways, what happened next? Next, uh, Shax. Yes, Shax. Taking on Tegan Knox. Again, not much of a match. Took a, a head kick from Tegan, one of their move, and then a shiniest wizard to pick up the win. Yeah, man. I love that shiniest wizard. I yeah. think it's fantastic. And then uh, Kaylee Ray comes out and talks some trash to Tegan Knox. Mm-hmm. And Tegan's like, you want to fight? Get the ring and fight. Let's go. Yeah. And Kaylee Ray smirks and walks away. So yeah. it seems like she new challenger. That moment. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's a bit on the interesting side. I mean, I know, so Tegan Knox was, uh, from what we understand, from she what we heard. Supposed to win the last May Young Classic. Supposed to win the, yeah, the May Young Before Classic. Before she had that horrible knee injury. Um, kind of, I mean, to put her immediately in something, with uh, Kayla, I always want to say Kyle, I always get Kylie Ray and Kaylee Ray. I'm not going to see Kylie Ray again, so just say Kaylee Ray. Um, to get involved in a thing immediately with the champion, uh, you know, 
uh, hopefully it's going to be a feud that's going to last a while. I hope so. I yeah. I'm just kind of surprised they didn't <clears throat> put her in a couple things first. Number mm-hmm. one, just to test out those knees of hers, mm-hmm. make sure that she's you know that's not going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully, I hope not. I hope I hope, not. I hope I hope she can stay healthy for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we had a, a Noam Dar press conference. They were hyping up. Yeah, and so uh, it was just a press conference for him to announce that he's he thinks he's the best. I told you while this was on, this really needed to be the template for like half of every episode of NXT UK. Just film these as little short films. Here's the thing, man. It was plainly obvious that Noam Dar and Trent Seven, who showed up later, were not in the same room at the same time. They weren't in the same room, the same room at the same time. That's possible. Oh, it's definite. Why do you say that? There's an over-the-shoulder shot of of, of Trent Seven looking at Noam Dar, mm-hmm. and the hair is completely wrong. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And just the just from the the interplay or lack thereof between the two of them. Yeah, they are definitely not there at the same time. Well, I don't really care about that. I thought this was hilarious and very amusing. You can I, I can hardly understand. So much I can hardly. I can hardly like. I couldn't take in all that was happening. I was too distracted by the fact that they they like apparently their schedules were so off they couldn't just take twenty minutes to be in the same room at the same time. Oh, that didn't bug me. I thought this was amazing. This was great. I every episode should have like a good ten minutes of this kind of of this kind of stuff. So what what happened is 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 Noam Dar concludes the press conference kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, he opens the questions and Trent Seven walks in, interrupts, and Noam Dar's like, uh, Trent Seven's here. Yeah. And uh, Trent Seven acts like he's on the phone with. Uh, and also, look when Trent Seven starts walking in the room, he tells empty. Um, <laughs> he walks in a little bit. Yeah. More. Okay. But here's the thing: I don't care about any of that. No, this it, is it, absolutely great. It bugs me. I don't know why they they didn't break the 180 rule or anything. No, I know they didn't. Well, they they might have for the over the shoulder shot. I think it's over Trent's other shoulder. Is it over the? It's over that yeah, shoulder over there. I think so. So Trent acts like uh, Drake Maverick's calling him. And he's like, oh, you don't want him? Yeah, we don't want him here either. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was good. Trent Seven's so charming. good. How would you not want more of this? This is so great. See, look, they're not breaking any rules no, right they're not now. Any it's rules. really not that distracting. I don't know how you're so distracted by it. It just seems plainly obvious that he's not there. I, it's really, time. it's. I mean, yeah, they could have done. See, look at that. That's not him. That's totally not Trent Seven. Uh, Hair's too short. Yeah, but it's not it's not that distracting. And number one, you don't even that doesn't even happen until the very end. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't get your issue with it. I mean, for me, it was just I I, I, I could just tell they weren't there, and it was plainly the. Opposite. How would you there have known no chemistry that, between them? How would them. you have known that? That's crazy. It's just because of the vibe I got. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that that's like conclusive though. That's funny. I freaking love it though. I thought it was great. I want more of that kind of stuff because I thought they were both hilarious. I thought it was really well done. He's so cheesy. I love Noam Dar. That's great. And Trent Seven, that dude is born to be an actor. Oh, Trent Seven's great. Totally be Alex Foster does mention here in chat, Trent's ringtone was his entrance theme, and that was a nice touch. I know. That was hilarious. That stuff is great. Yeah. Anyways, I could use a lot more of that in UK. I think the, the thing is, a lot of those guys, they have such the personality that that kind of stuff would totally work. Mm-hmm. Um, and given that they've all like basically been wrestling with each other for like at least 10 years. Oh yeah, they're all they're, like they're probably all friends, yeah. They're probably all friends. That kind of stuff I'd love. Uh main event, Grizzled Young Veterans getting their uh rematch for the tag titles against Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Yes. Good match. Not not quite as good as a takeover match, but you can't really expect uh, that level of brilliance every time. No, out. and in fact, I kind of felt like these guys were already retired from that. Uh, this match actually was I mean, it was fine. It was a good match. Um, yes, it's probably the day after the day after that they had these tapings. So they're yeah. probably gassed. I, they they clearly were a bit on the clunky side, which is total. I'm and I'm not talking crap at all. That is totally be expected after that that takeover match. Uh, but yeah, this was a tad on the messy side. Yeah, is what I know. Wasn't bad. Uh, Andrews and Webster successfully retained. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Flash hits his Destino type move. Uh, Andrews hits the shooting star press. They win. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we got the face champs looking for new challengers. New challengers. Uh, and then we had 205 Live starring Dio Madden. I thought he was really good. Yeah, me too. I thought he was really, really good. So we've seen, uh, like, for example, with the case of Aiden English. 
um, who has developed into a decent commentary guy. Yeah, I think he's really hit a good rhythm. It's not an easy job. No. It is not easy. Uh, getting comfortable in front of the microphone, um, keeping up with stuff, probably having somebody in your ear. Not everybody can be Nigel McGuinness, who apparently stepped behind the booth and was instantly brilliant at it. That was crazy, yeah. That's weird that that happened so quickly with him. He's a natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, all things considered, Dio was actually pretty good. I thought he added something to the stories being told. I thought he was charming. He mm-hmm. was yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, the Kushida bit after the Kushida match was great. Yeah. That was good. Um, yeah. I thought I thought he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Interested to see, should 205 Live survive, um, how, how, how he fares in the future. Yeah. Because I thought, based on what appearance, he did a great job. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. No, uh, I, I agree totally. So the show kicked off with uh, his introduction as part of the commentary team. Um, and then the first match was Akira Tozawa and Brian Kendrick taking on Jack Gallagher and a mystery partner. Mystery no more. It was Kushida. Yes. What was? What's your thoughts on them debuting Kushida on... So... I felt like he should have... Things are going to change on 205 Live. Probably, but I kind of feel like Kushida needed at least one takeover match. To get some real buzz. Oh, no. I think that's still entirely possible. Yeah, I know. I'm saying before having a debut on on a show in such a huge building. Kushida's a big, big deal. He is, but I don't. I didn't feel like the crowd reacted. They did not. And that was completely like anybody could have told anybody that. I could have told them that uh, because it's 205. And the bottom line is, to this day, like still... Mm-hmm. They can run in Chicago or Philadelphia mm-hmm. or any place. And the bottom line is half that crowd's going to leave for 205. Yep. Uh, the remaining uh, of the remaining crowd, 30% is going to just heckle it and call it boring. Or a chant for a baby. 20% simply aren't going to pay attention. They're going to get on their phones until the dark match. Yeah. Um, and in this case, that's exactly what happened. It was Madison Square well, Garden. That, that's why still, I, was, I was saying that if he'd had a, 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 a buzzworthy takeover match. It wouldn't have mattered, though. That crowd, it, it doesn't matter who shows up on 205. The crowd's not going to be into it because half of them are gone. That's truth, man. That is the truth. Gargano could show up. He's sort of the template. You know that, man. If Gargano shows up on 205, the way it is now, the crowd's going to be like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I kind of feel like maybe. Maybe so there might be a bit more reaction. Like a tiny bit more reaction, but Kushida got hardly a reaction. I know. And it's Kushida. I know. That's insane. I know. I'm so happy they're going to be well, I'm saying, is, maybe is, changing venues. Is, is... How much of that 205 Live stuff was actually converted? Like, are they actually changing venues to full sale? No, I mean, all that, everything's tri- up in the air. All right? the Triple H said is that they're going to start bringing 205 under the NXT banner. That's it. He didn't say 205 was canceled. He didn't say Cruiserweight titles can be defended on NXT. Nothing like that. But under the banner, I mean, I would think that means production-wise it's going to be under NXT. And no, I do. Film a full sale. I mean, you know, it could be. In, it in could the be. Newsletter Meltzer said that there's a bunch of stuff up in the air. Yeah. and they have not decided yeah. yet, which is insane given that we are weeks away yeah. from that. Decision. I would. I would. I mean, you could say 205 lives under the NXT banner in the same respect that NXT UK is. 
is another part of a larger feeder system. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. Who? Because he just said it's going to move her to the banner. No details. Yeah. And yeah, it could be because it's all up in the air. But to jump to the conclusion, say that two hundred five lives been canceled or yeah, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. This the evidence isn't there. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, it seems obvious that. I don't know. It like, is there any conceivable? I mean, I'm sure there is, but is there any conceivable way that it's going to end up airing on Friday nights after SmackDown? I'd be su- really surprised. I would be very surprised. Which means if it's, which means that they would have to just put it at full sale prior to I would think NXT or or fold it into NXT or fold it in. In any event, that's going to be a far better way to handle it mm-hmm. than the way it's handled now, because that full sale crowd would go crazy yep, for stuff yep. like that. Anyways, my point about how, uh, like Gargano having a number of takeover matches that have generated a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who might not watch NXT weekly will know the name. If you if you follow wrestling, you probably heard the name Johnny Gargano if you yeah. don't watch NXT. Yeah. Um, whereas if you don't watch New Japan's product and you don't watch NXT, Kushida shows up and you're like, all right, who's this guy? Because he hasn't had a, 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 he really hasn't had a high profile feud or a high profile takeover level match yet. No, I, dude, I, I get your point. I'm just saying that the crowd, with, with that crowd, the way they do it right now, it's a non-starter. It's a non-starter. Like, there's just no, you, you could do anything, man, and that crowd is just not going to be into it because that's not what they're there for. Uh, anyways, Gallagher uh, has a mic when he walks out. He introduces Kushida. Um, Kushida and Brian Kendrick are in there to start. Eventually, Gallagher gets the tag in, so he's the one that takes a majority of the offense from uh, Tozawa and Kendrick. Here's a couple instances where it seemed like they were working a little heelish, especially Tozawa. There's mm-hmm. that point where uh, Kendrick like tosses Gallagher in the ring post. I'm not sure how Jack Gallagher didn't get hurt. Yeah. He was like ran full speed in that thing. Yeah, yeah. And Kira Tozawa walks by and pats him on the head. That was a nice little touch. No, I liked it. I mean, you know, they're they're they are the bad guys in this, and yeah. so and I, I it is another dimension of uh, Kira Tozawa to see him work like this. I, mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was, it was cool. It was pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Kushida gets back in. Kendrick puts him in the captain's hook. Um, Kushida reverses the pin. Kendrick kicks out. Um, Jack. Uh, oh, yeah. This part was great. Uh, the ringside. Jack gets taken out by Kendrick form, and then. Uh, off camera you see or in the frame you see Tozawa run off the apron hit his senton and just like smashes Gallagher against the barricade yeah it was amazing yeah anyways the finish saw Akira and and Kendrick kind of go for their finish uh, instead Akira accidentally kicks Brian Kendrick uh, that lets uh, uh, Kushida uh, put Kendrick in hoverboard lock Kendrick taps yeah Win for Kushida in his 205 debut. The butt. But yeah, I just I think it'll be so much. Uh, it'll be so much better once that division is either folded into NXT or brought to full sale or whatever they're well, gonna do with it. Yeah. It's just gonna be so much nicer. See a crowd that's actually hyped, mm-hmm. and them like I don't know, man, putting on matches that crowds are appreciating. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm gonna love it. Uh, next week, the Singh Brothers. Doing their uh, inside the Bollywood Actor Studio thing again. I laughed at this. They this wanted they wanted a, they wanted a Tazawa and Kendrick themselves too. Yeah, yeah. They talked about wanting their own Bollywood Walk of Fame mm-hmm. star. Mm-hmm. Uh, another. They're so low key and mellow in these promos. <laughs> but I love them. They're great. Uh, after that, we had a Mike Kanellis promo. Yes, where he showed up in a sick denim jacket. You ever, oh, have, yeah. a, you ever have a denim jacket? I did have a denim jacket in junior high. Yeah. Pretty cool. Boy, you were styling in junior high. You had a starter jacket and a denim jacket? Holy I mean, crap. Sixth grade. Sixth grade had a denim jacket. Wow. Yeah, man. Man, you're an early starter. Uh, so, yeah. He's tired of doing nothing, man. Yeah. He's like, I'm doing a whole lot of nothing. He's like, what do I have to do around here to get a title shot? I beat people up. I, I, beat, I beat up. Tony Nese. He was champion. I beat Brian Kendrick. He pioneered the division. I get nothing. And nothing. I just want to show my wife that I'm great. And, and Marie then, enters and is like, I'm supposed to be impressed by that. Yeah. You're crap. Said so if you can't have an impressive win, maybe I shouldn't even be here. You're garbage. So a way to write Maria off so she can uh, spend the rest of her pregnancy comfortably at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Instead of being on the road, she's not to be on the road while pregnant. That'd be miserable. It's so cute though. Like her social media is just like pictures of like her backstage at WWE events and like her little kid all running around and Mike being a good dad. It's very adorable. They're a very adorable family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. And then we had the main event, was which was supposed to be Korea and Lindsay taking on Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. However, pre-match attack by the heels. Mm-hmm. Davari comes out to get himself a piece. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, 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 Grand Metalik come out to even the odds. Grand Metalik. So Humberto grabs a mic and says, how about the three of us against the three of you? Drew says, fine. Mm-hmm. Six-man tag match now. Yes. Yeah. And the uh, vast majority of this match, uh, the crowd is more concerned about someone bringing an infant to the arena as opposed to what was going on. Hats off to Drew Gulak for uh, improvising. And trying to get the crowd back into the action in the ring by cradling and rocking Grand Metalik like a baby. That dude is a professional. Yep. Because the crowd, that baby tried to steal the show, that darn baby. And Drew Gulak stole the show back from that baby. Yeah. That was good. It was good. Uh, in the end, though, uh, it was interesting that they had Lindsay Dorado win. Not, maybe not so interesting because he's probably be the one that takes the pin. And they're a Clash of Champions match. Uh, this kind of solidifies it in terms of the math. Uh, he avoids... Drew's cyclone crash hits a shooting star press for the win. There's some fun spots, uh, especially in the latter half of the match, where they were really they were trying to get the crowd back into it. But it's surprising to see a New York crowd uh, so disinterested in good wrestling. It's it's the WWE has positioned 205 to just be the the brand that nobody cares about, and you put it in the hands of a full sale crowd who will nurture and and hold that. You would li- I would like child. to hope so. And it'll it'll do good things. I mean, I don't I don't know what their other option is. Run it. I mean, if they want to continue to run it after after SmackDown on Fridays, yeah, that's going to be an even bigger non-starter. So I'd be surprised if they did that. If they put it on full sale, I think that crowd's going to go. Going to be wonderful for it. It's going to be a great fit. Uh, I got a couple questions here. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence, how loud did Steve pop for Mandrews this week? Oh, you were there. You heard me. How he loud was did I waving pop? his arm, trying to get that little dance down, all Heck that. Yeah, man, we were literally in there trying to figure out how he does the, the walking thing. It's going to take some practice. Neither of us got it. Uh, Epico, uh, $420 the past two days, should, be, should cover the daily budget for the next 46 weeks. Yeah, man. No, you need to put that money to good use. You got a new business that you're starting yeah. You got evidently hospital bills perhaps to cover. Perhaps, yes. So uh, hopefully the, the $200 you gave to your lady to go get some food, mm. she, she brings back some good <laughs> some, some good eats for you, pal. Uh, keep us uh, apprised on that. Yes. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go to, you know what, man? Discord doesn't give me enough credit. I've been going to them every day this week. Every day. Every day to check what they have to say. You can get access to the Discord uh, for one dollar on the Patreon, or uh, if you're a YouTube channel member, I just posted a link yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Greg Morris asks, "You have to pick one of these." Kevin Owens joins the Undisputed Era, or he feuds with them. Feud first. Ah, you only pick one. Only one can ever happen, and right, then nothing feud else. Then. Feud then. No, nah, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with joins. I like. I like to see them all be friends and trying to make each other laugh. Because that's all, that's all it's going to be. Adam Cole's going to be trying not to laugh the entire time. I want to see good matches. Uh, let's see here next. Uh, a little bit of Djibouti. Uh, Nikhil asks, when are your predictions for Clash of Champions going up? They're going to go up Saturday morning. We're going to try something a little different with them. We're doing things different here. Go on and interrupt, people. Yeah, we're trying new things. Uh, speaking of sidecars, could you, if you could reinvent Hanna-Barbera's Wacky Races... Which wrestlers would have their own cars, and what would they be? I should have read that one before I said it. <laughs> Why? I don't know. The Wacky Races, I don't know what that I is. I can't remember that. It's when they had the various characters from, I believe, the Hanna-Barbera universe. Is it a video game? No, I thought it was a cartoon. Or a cartoon. Okay, I, a cartoon. I have no idea what it is. Unless it was a video game. I kind of vaguely remember that from my youth. Um, well, you got to have Space Coast in there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wrestler. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you were just rebooking it with Hanna-Barbera characters. Yeah. All wrestlers and then Space Ghost as well. Um, just the 205 guys. That's what I want to see. I think 205 would make a great cartoon. Mm-hmm. But those characters so, fit. Yes, yes. They would fit cartoons really well. Yeah. Tony Nese in the most nondescript vehicle possible. But it'd have a great engine. It's a premier vehicle. <laughs> it's the premier vehicle. <laughs> That's pretty funny. 
Uh, let's see here. What wrestlers would you guys fun over on commentary like Nigel does for Garza and Aiden does for Umberto? It's sad they're not going to be together, by the way. I know. To do that. Um, so let's take Angel and Umberto out of the equation. Uh, Probably be Finn. Yeah. Mm, there should be. Oh, I mean, it'd be it'd be at this point Mark Andrews. It'd have oh, to be Mark Andrews. Steve, yeah, yeah. For me, it'd probably be either Finn or Biggie. Oh, yeah. oh Biggie's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here, <laughs> Alex C. Should Walter wrestle as Gacha Ping in NXT? I saw UK? those pictures. Yeah. Yes, he should. They're pretty funny. Or at least someone in one of their feuds should uh, should bring him up. This is a this is like a complete no brainer here. Jimmy Thomas, better tracksuit, the Young Lions or Imperium? Oh, Young Lions! It's the Young Those Lions. Are amazing! It's a hundred percent the Young Lions. They're great. Uh, Wayne Maker wants a shout out to the lovely Sienna. She's watching the show with them today, and it's her first day of school. Uh, it was it was her first day of school. Hopefully, it went well, Sienna. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm just going to regular chat here because I totally forgot to put up a Patreon yeah, thread. Too. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Alexi says Andrade. Another wrestler. To- oh, yeah. That's totally true. But only if he comes out in the red uh, swim shorts with, uh, with half hog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam Rosen. Do you think there would be a power struggle between Kevin Owens and Adam Cole? See, I'd be fine with that, but I would want it to be sort of comedic. And it never goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's just comedic. Okay, Epico says she's going to come home with steaks, crab cakes, lobster with three sides. Man, crab That's cakes good. sound good. That's good. Love me a good crab cake. All right, well, the faster we get out of here, the faster we get to eat. I so know, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We got a bonus episode coming up in a little bit. Yep. Uh, so yeah, till next time. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.